coming live and recorded from the USA, Canada, and possibly Japan. It's the Game Punches Podcast. Welcome to Game Punchers, episode 126 for Thursday, the 20th of May, 2015. Game Punchers is the most regressive and ponderous video game podcast on the internet, and I'm John. And my name is Fraser. And that's all you get today, folks. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. Yeah, we've it's been an interesting week, schedule-wise, getting last week's episode out. We've all uh, we've all been pulled different directions, I think, trying all to sync over everything the up. Place. It hasn't been going to plan, has it, this week? Nope. Nope. And uh, I'd be optimistic in saying that they're going to get two episodes this week, but there's only two more days after today in this week (laughs) to get this one out. No, they'll get this one out. I'll knock this one out tonight. All right. Yeah, for sure. It's a lucky twofer. Yeah, I know. (laughs) So no Steve, no fish. Nope. And to be honest, I nearly cried off tonight as well. Yeah, I think think when one person jumps, we all kind of go, should I I not do it? But we're forging ahead. We'll get a micro show out. So at least something in the inbox for this week. Yep. So thanks for listening. And (laughs) (laughs) until next time. Wizard. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So how's your week been? Uh, It has been pretty much awful. It's been one of those weeks. So I'd just be glad to get that, uh, get it done and over with. Uh, Yours? Uh, Pretty much the same. I did one of those uh, round a corner and stubbed my toe on the vacuum, which got a nice slice. So that was a good that was a good start to yesterday. Right. Um, somebody rewrote my wife today, so that's fun. Oh yeah. So yeah, you know this would be a it's be a nice week to to move on from. I think. Yeah, I think so. It's sounding like that for all of us. But there you go. So, yeah. So you got a list for us today? I have got a list. Yes, I know Fish did leave us a list, and I hope he doesn't take any offense. But we haven't even looked at his list. Um, bless him. He got it all prepared for us. But um, but looking at it, it's not a timely list, so he'll be able to introduce it next week. Yeah, there's no way. He's got this from somewhere. He's got it from a, a some sort of list website as well. I didn't realize he was doing that. That's very <laughs> clever of him. Um, I have Is got that a list. Come from? <laughs> he's he's revealed his source to me, so maybe I have to sort of start uh, dipping into that at some point. But I got my list from somewhere else. My list is top ten video game vehicles. Oh. Okay. And I think I've been down this path with this list before because it's one of these lists that I I see it or I think about it. I did a search for this one. I didn't just find it. I did a search. And I and I'm all enthusiastic about it and then I realize that this it's such a diverse topic 
that you can sort of get left behind on some of the stuff that you don't know. So anyway, here here we go. See, you, you'll see how many of these you actually know. At yep. number ten, at number ten is the slice cycle. I don't know where that's from. <laughs> Does it ring any bells? No. Uh, it's um, from Dead Rising Two. Oh, oh, okay. It's a motorbike Slice with two cycle. chainsaws attached to it. Nice. Okay. So I saw a little video of him running around, just slicing everything. Yeah. Clever. There you go. <laughs> Clever, I guess. Number ten. That was number ten. The slice cycle. Number nine. I don't know how this didn't make it up any further. Is carts from Mario Karts. Oh yeah. That's you heard of them? I've heard of them. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. That one. That I. I sort of thought that could be higher, but there you go. I don't know. It's not my list, so there you go. At number eight, the Shogun Executioner. Not familiar. No, me neither. Command and Conquer Red Alert 3. So basically, the Shogun Executioner is this big sort of tripod-type thing with three Shoguns on the side that seem to all have a sword. It's just massive vehicle of destruction. Just waltzing, waltzing through the map or whatever. It looked very cool. Nice. It looked extremely cool, but I'll be screwed if I'd ever heard of it. <laughs> so, and here we go. Here's another one. It's just way, way off the wall. Number seven, the Slug Gunner from nope. Metal from Metal Slug Five. <laughs> Original no, name. No, see, I had the intention really to go through a lot of these and see if I could weed out the ones that we probably you you're drawing blanks pretty much where I drew blanks. Yeah. Right. So I don't know what that says about our range of gaming, but I mean, I, I never really played any Metal Slug, so I'm not too sure. No, me either. Um, number six was Sweet Tooth from okay. Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Is it? Yep. I don't know. Never played it. Uh, I played the hell out of the first couple way back. Back in the day. Way back. That's like uh, PS1. Yeah, the first one was PS1. It was pretty highly rated, wasn't it? Because they did re-release. Was it? Oh, was there a second one on the PlayStation as well? Yeah, there's a yeah, there's just Metal Two. Um, yeah, I think that was an original PlayStation. I don't think it was on PS2. I can't remember. Who knows? But yeah, Sweet Tooth, Ice Cream Truck, big bouncy uh, clown's head on the top. Yep. Nice. Uh, there's also Axel, which is just basically this dude with two giant wheels and a platform in between. <laughs> it's not oh. familiar with that. No, that was also Twisted Metal. Right. Number five, the Scout Buggy from Half-Life 2. Nice. Yeah, that's a good one. It is a good one. And the other thing I noticed when I was watching it was they said that it had an ammo rack on the back for reloading. But I don't remember using that, so I wonder whether I had missed that when I played through the first time. I don't remember either. No. But it was good fun throwing that around. And you could throw that around. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so that was pretty good. Um, here's a here's one. This is where we need Steve. The G six one five five interceptor from Spy Hunter. Yeah, we need Steve for that one. See, I sort of am familiar with this. Back in the day, I played a lot of Spy Hunter. For some reason, I really liked it. Um, it was pretty much an awful game, really, when I think about it. But I liked it. <laughs> it had the, just the premise of it was pretty cool, and the music they had the um, the sort of the Spy Hunter music was really. Um, catchy, you know, um, they're sort of like the theme from Peter Gunn or something like that. I think, you know, dun 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 dun. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, like your your typical action filler music. 
Yeah, pretty much. But then they did the th- the thing with Spy Hunter, which uh, you know is a one trick pony, and no matter how many times they tried to reboot it, you know, three D, four D, whatever. Um, hind D. Hind. <laughs> Very good. Uh, at number three, the Normandy SR two. Hmm. From. Mass, oh, Effect Mass Effect 2. Yeah. Mass Effect 2. A ship that you don't actually get to pilot. Well, you sort of pilot it. Anyway. Yeah. The guy who did the list gave it a pretty good going reason why he liked it. For how cool a ship it was. But, I don't know. Number 2, the R-Wing. Hmm. What's that from? Star Fox. Ah, okay. It's been a while. That's nostalgia, I think. Yeah. They're milking the old Star Fox thing a bit. It hasn't really played out as well as I think it should, Star Fox. No, aren't they? They're working on another one, aren't they? They have to be. I thought there were. They I thought there was something they said or announced or mentioned or who knows. I don't know. I think we need to check that. Yep. I'm not too sure. And at number one, go on. I'll let you guess what number one is. Warthog. Yay! Give the nice. man a prize. Yeah. That was the only thing because we were getting closer as I was watching because this list was a video list, right? So I was writing it down. And as they're getting closer to number one, they hadn't mentioned the warthog. I was like, don't do it. Don't you dare. <laughs> and then they they put it in at number one. So that was fine. And I did take a bit of time just to sit back and I wondered whether there was anything I might have missed. There is a Star Fox for Wii U. Is there? Yeah. Oh. I am not up on my Star <laughs> Fox thing. And we have a Wii U. Oh. Panther McPanther. <laughs> So that was that list, and I, but I couldn't. Um, I wasn't sure whether there was anything major missed off. I mean, there must be tons missed off it, but I couldn't really think of anything that jumped out. I would have put carts higher. Yeah, I think so too. But I mean, the examples were pretty good. I'll give it. It's a fair list. If you go and see the, um, if you go hunt these out and have a look at what he's talking about, particularly things like that, Shogun Executioner and the um, Sweet Tooth and Scout Buggy, they're solid choices. So. I'll give him his dues. Nice. It looks like um, it hasn't come out yet. Star Fox says it's due in 2015, but the thing on the wiki page here says that um, on January 5th, 2015, um, where is it here? Uh, it will be playable at E3 2015. E3 20. Oh, so coming up. Yeah, Miyamoto um, confirmed this. Right. So there we go. Okay. Star Fox. Yeah, well, uh, don't forget that Kellogg's did uh, release a promotional Star Fox LCD game watch to those who bought a box of cornflakes. Oh, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Send their order form in. So that's part of the series, too. How many UPCs? Uh, It doesn't say. It just says one. It just says a box of cornflakes. All right. In the game watch, there are four levels, and the object is to fly towards an attack carrier and destroy it while dodging plasma balls and falling <laughs> structures. Nice. Sounds pretty good. Good deal. You know it's toilet. For sure. I mean, it might rival the Apple Watch, but... Uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> does it come in gold? So, uh, no, but it does come actually in different watch appearances, it said here. So I think they just took it and re- rebadged it into something else. So there's no surprise there. Um, so you've mentioned the Apple Watch. 
Is there anything you want to tell us? Mine's uh, delivering tomorrow. Nice. Are you excited? Mm -hmm. I am. I am. I ordered a while ago, so I was waiting for a little bit. Um, like everyone, <laughs> for the most part. But yeah, it's uh, as I was telling you before, it uh, just left Alaska today <laughs> to head over to the East Coast here. So should be some point tomorrow. So that'll be nice. A um, couple games I have ready to try on it. I'm not anticipating it to be a giant gaming thing in my wrist, but um, obviously curious to see what people are doing in that space. So yeah, I will report next week. That'll be interesting. Now, in terms of a timeline for the Apple Watch, some people have been mincing around with their Apple Watches already, right? Yeah. So they were released. How come you, it's taken a while for you to get yours? Was this just be, you took your time to order it? or? Yeah, I didn't get up at 3 a.m. to place my order. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Got it. Okay. Um, so the first ones were hitting the street when? What, a few weeks ago? Yeah, uh, it's been almost a month, I think. Okay. I haven't uh, seen one in the wild yet. Yeah, I've seen a couple. Well, I mean, I've, I've seen a couple because there's a lot of Apple around my life. So <laughs> <laughs> I would have hoped you'd seen a couple. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I saw one while I was on the highway the other day. Just the guy had his arm in the window and it was an Apple watch he had on. So that was interesting to okay. like not, not see it, you know, in an Apple store or, or in a technology environment, just right. kind of in the everyday use. It was kind of interesting. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be cool. I'm excited for it. Um, the wife and I do some running and stuff, so I'm excited to to do some of the, the fitness tracking until winter comes around and then I don't do the fitness stuff. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what you can eke out of it for winter time then. Yeah. So that's when I just sit there playing games on it. That's fair enough. But so okay, so that will be with you in a couple of days. Yep. Very so excited for you. It'll be fun. Fun little thing to try out. Uh, so you play any games this week? I have. Now, first of all, we should probably talk about the sort of discussions that we had last week. Yeah, it might be a good idea to talk about that. <sighs> right. Okay, first of all, anybody who listened last week sort of knows that I had made, said that I was concerned about the amount of games that had been purchasing and acquiring. And so I had said that I would knock that on the head and try and get some games finished such as Call of Juarez am I saying that right? Call of Gunslinger Call of, Call of Juarez Gunslinger right? <laughs> Call That's of <laughs> Gunslinger you can, you can tell obviously I've been in deep <laughs> Gun that game. of Juarez Gun of Calling Somebody <laughs> uh, well, actually which I have played quite a bit of this week it is very good too yeah, I remember okay, playing the trial, I think, when it first came out and really liking it. It's good. It's extremely well done. But I'll come to that in a second because that is part of what I've been playing. Okay. Okay. But somewhere along the line, both you and I, because you sort of were sort of leaning a little bit towards maybe sort of jumping on the I should finish games bandwagon. Yeah. The enthusiasm was slightly there. Yeah. Slightly there? Is that slightly fair to there. say? I, th I would say that's fair. Yeah. So... Anyway, we both spoke a couple of days ago, and what happened? Well, we failed <laughs> horribly. Now, now, just to be fair, last week's episode did go up about four days late. <laughs> so we yes. did last a little longer than than perceived to be. So 
<laughs> yeah, we probably got to about five days. Yeah, not two. No. What day is it today? Actually, Thursday. Oh, it's Thursday. It's, it's almost yeah. yeah. Six days. Six days. Six days. Okay, yeah. But the Humble Bundle came out for the Wii, which actually was too good to turn down. Right. And like I told you, Fraser, we didn't buy games. We just donated to charity. And because of our gracious donation, they gave us some games for the Wii U. Yeah, which was very kind of them. Yeah. So I guess when you look at it like that, then that's pretty good. But yeah, um, yeah there was an acquisition of eight, eight games, eight titles. It's not a bad bundle, though. Yeah, five were Wii U or both Wii U slash... 3ds and then there's a few of them that were strictly 3ds but it says there's supposed to be more to come too did you go for the ten dollar i went for yeah whatever the whatever it was to unlock everything that's there so yeah it was about yeah. 10 bucks i think i did 12 well i did 13 well whatever <laughs> i'm gonna go donate again <laughs> i didn't i got an absolute minimum every time ten dollars i'm not ashamed to say it um but yeah it was too good to turn down so i mean i haven't really bought you know, most of the Wii U stuff I've ever done has been on the library, on the library, uh, the library. tab. And uh, the 3DS has not been, I've not thrown too many games at the 3DS. So that was a nice bundle. Jeez, um, I've been playing, so I've been playing some of those as well. So, yeah, which I suppose I should get stuck in then to what I've been playing. All right. So, as we're quick, talking about the Wii Quick the question Wii, about the Humble Bundle, though. Go. What, do you uh, what do you, what do you do when you uh, use the slider bars to who you're giving the money to? Do you ever adjust those? No, no. I don't think so. I have adjusted them in the past, but this time I didn't. I just looked to see what's the minimum I can get away with for yeah. what I want. I usually, yeah. uh, I feel like I usually try to match the developer and the charity to be equal, and then throw a couple couple of bucks to humble. <laughs> that's usually right. my default. Yeah, yeah, that's probably wise. I should I should look at that, but I don't. I'm too to uh, salivating and, and foaming at the mouth to get the deals. 25 cents to charity, everything to humble. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Whatever. I mean, I guess it's... Just give me my games. It's clever. I mean, they're doing well. A lot of people were bitching and moaning about this one because it's all region locked with Nintendo. But oh, really? Some, I think well. there are people who are giving, you know, really screaming and shouting as the internet is wont to do at times. And, you know, Humble put out a response and they said, you know what? I mean, we just... We're doing a humble bundle with Nintendo. Unfortunately, this stuff's region locked. It's not really what we we support, but it is what it is. And you know, they a very um, you know easygoing response. Yep. You know, very people should just shut the fuck up. They're probably all, they're it. probably also like, well, it's cool because we've sold like four hundred thousand bundles of this. So yeah, they are going to sell it. <laughs> they should sell. Yeah, they probably won't go anywhere near some of the other big you know big bundles. Because I don't think they have the um, the install base for the Wii U to really hit the to go too heavy on it, but they should sell a lot though. Yeah, they're at uh, forty six thousand six hundred and forty four. Yeah, well, to, you know, yeah, that's fair enough. With a lot of people doing the probably doing the ten dollar a pop, it's some good coin. Yeah, well, they're at so. four hundred thirty thousand dollars. So. Oh yeah, okay. So most people are going the ten dollar route then. Yep. Yeah, that's good. So I'm curious to see what's coming soon. There's more games coming soon to it. So. Yeah. So, okay, well, I can roll that into um, to what I've been playing. I didn't list, actually, any of those. Um, but I did have a quick pop last night on SteamWorld Dig on the 3DS. Okay. Uh, did you play that? I didn't play any of them yet. I installed no. them 
Well, I don't have the three D. I don't have a three DS either, though. So okay, yeah, well, that, well, that that's on, on the, Wii the Wii U. Yeah, yeah, that one's the Wii U. So that it, it's definitely worth a play for sure. So basically, you just play this robot who's run into this town, and you meet somebody, and they go, "Go down here. You inherit. I think you've inherited your. That's fucking story again, isn't it? You've you've inherited <laughs> your grand. You're a robot, but you've inherited your grandpa's mine or something like that. So okay. they you know, they say, "Go down into the mine, and you can dig and collect a certain amount of gems." Then you go back up the top and you sell those gems to Loopy Lucy Lou, the other robot girl or whatever. And she'll you can then upgrade your pickaxe, which enables you to carve through stuff faster. Um, better lanterns so you can see further. Lanterns that you can place in zones and and whatever. And it's just a it's just a case of getting down there and digging around, going back to the surface. You're limited by how much you can carry. So at some point you'll buy a bigger backpack, right? So you can go down and carry more gold and then come up the back, back up the top. And I mean, the, you're obviously trying to get to some sort of end game. I'm not too sure what it is. Um, so you'll dig around, and there's all sorts of hazards. There's, you know, uh, bad guys stuck in the rocks or rocks that might fall and crush you. And if you get crushed, then you start over again, and it and it costs you to get put back together. So, you know, all the time you're you're digging lower and lower and trying to be more careful and not getting caught out and it's very well made but i suddenly had an epiphany last night when i was playing it it's like i have played this game before and i realized i own it from xbox live arcade oh, mm, okay. was it arcade what was the uh the, the shitty version of arcade for all the oh um the um indie and was it the indie one anyway you know all the ones that were like 80 microsoft points yeah i can't remember what, oh uh what a, yeah, Damn, I can't what, remember what those called. Was it just called? In, it wasn't just called Indies, right? Um, I don't. Th- I can't remember now. It's been so long ago, John. Um, but anyway, twelve months ago. Yeah, on there they had one that was called Steam uh, Miner Dig Deep. So anybody who picked up Miner Dig Deep, which was rated not bad for like an eighty eighty cent game or whatever that you know eighty Microsoft points um, translated into. Um, it was almost the exact same premise, um, just not as flash. So SteamWorld Dig has taken that premise and they've made it very, very colorful and much more um, much more going on, much more polished or whatever. It's, so it's very good. It's a good good idea for a game. Um, I'd like, I was hoping to investigate, maybe to find out if it was connected to the guys who did Minor Dig Deep, because I would like to think that, you know, if that was their idea, because it's, it's the exact same. It really is. So I'd like to think that maybe the... They got some funding to make a proper one, or probably not. Maybe. <laughs> probably just got ripped off. Probably not, yeah. But um, anyway, so I played a bit of that. There was another game on in there called something to do with the moon. Oh, um. I didn't play it, but my son's have been playing. It. He says it's brilliant. So uh, Moon Chronicles. Moon Chronicles. That's a 3DS uh, one. Yep. Yeah, he's uh, buzzing around on that all day. He says that's really good. And uh, I I don't think I played anything else. Yeah, uh, Guacamelee is on there. Yeah. Uh, that Stealth, I am. Stealth Inc. 2. Stealth, yeah. I mean, that's, those are all ca- I, you know sort of casual type games. Yeah. Um, not Guacamelee isn't. Guacamelee is definitely worthy. Um, yeah, I, never... that's probably, I feel like that's probably the premier title on all of with all of them. the falls on there too though i know um i haven't finished that but I, I played a bunch of it and enjoyed it fish liked it a lot 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to playing that. So, Ollie Ollie. It's fun. Oh, I did. I played a bit of Ollie Ollie. That ain't going to happen. Yeah, it's not frustrating, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just I'm not interested. Um, but I'm uh, definitely interested in getting through Guacamole on that Wii U gamepad because that's where the, I think this is going to shine mm-hmm. is that I can pick up that gamepad and I can re- lie back on the sofa and play it on, on that gamepad. I think I'm almost like a, you know, like a portable. I yeah. think that's going to be cool. So, um, so yeah, so the Humble Bundle was definitely worthy. It'll be interesting to see what else we get. Um, so, Call of Juarez Gunslinger. I threatened to keep playing that and finish it, and finish it I will. Um, I've probably played another hour, close to maybe two hours of it. It's really good. It's... Um, first-person gunslinging action it's sort of you're following a storyline it's very it's almost like an on-rails shooter like you might play in the arcade mm-hmm. except it's not quite on rails there's enough you're moving around but really it's the the environment of which you're making your way through is very tight um isn't in this one the um you're kind of playing memories like you're an old man like a legend yeah. who's in the saloon right and then people are asking about you know, how these things went down and then you're kind of playing through their version. Then at the end, it's like, no, no, it went like this. And then you kind of replay part of that mission. Exactly. Yeah. So I've only just started to pick up on that. I, yeah. I didn't really, they didn't really play, use that much, that sort of uh, mechanic very much in the first few levels. But, um, you know, old phrase of the story gamer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Would you believe it? I never really picked up on it. But then I was going through this one bit where you have to go through this mine and it says, oh, well, I was just going up here to get through this mine and I decided to take a take a, a right into the mine shaft. And so you go into this mine shaft and you're playing through it all. And uh, then you come out at the end and suddenly you're almost back where you started. And uh, sorry, I'm just getting distracted. One of my uh, fish is just killing another fish. Oh, nice. um, in my tank <laughs> no it's not I keep buying all these fish and my angel fish is just basically killing them all and I'm just literally watching a murder one right now it's costing me a fortune in fish as Steve uh, would have called it there's a Fraser killing a Fraser yeah it's not very good <laughs> curses the problem is the fish that's killing all my fish he's my like uh, trophy fish right the main fish in the tank obviously <laughs> yeah he is totally the alpha fish um Damn it. He's killed another one. All right. There you go. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So I went through this uh, Call of Juarez bit, whatever. And then you get through it all. And then he goes, actually, it didn't happen that way. I went this way instead. So it really throws you for a bit of a loop. But it doesn't really matter. I mean, it's just another section that you have to get through. So whatever. You just do it. But it's really, really well done. You know, the get, the gunplay is tremendous. Um, uh, you know, just taking your time, going through the levels, you know, you know, shooting all the guys until you get to... So far, what I've experienced is you shoot through all these levels and all these guys they throw at you until you get to a a showdown. What do they call it when you when you're in a showdown? (laughs) (laughs) When two guys are facing off. Say, wow, what the hell? Shootout, showdown, shootout, right? Showdown, shootout, whatever it is, right? So they do that very cleverly because you got to use both some thumbsticks. You have one thumbstick which is controlling your hand, which is hovering over your gun, and then your other thumbstick. Quick draw, that's right. And then your other thumbstick is controlling like a target over the guy's face. And uh, 
if you keep the tar- which is hard to control but if you keep it over the guy's face then you get better concentration and it pulls the view of him in so you're going to get a better chance at shooting him so that's pretty neat um but then it also has you know you could get to the end of the level and it has some boss battles where you're trying to fight one of the guys who's you know it's way more powerful than anyone else and he's got you know different moves and he's hiding behind stuff and he could be doing a number of things like shooting you with a gatling gun or throwing um tnt at you so it's really good it looks really good yeah i remember um, i remember playing the the uh the trial on 360 and really enjoying it right i never never picked up the whole thing yeah yeah so um yeah i got that on cheap on steam so if anybody is looking for a good shooter and hasn't played that it's well worth picking up so that's great makes um, me want to pick up red dead again you're talking to the wrong guy for that yep it's a good game Um, yeah, I'm just fear for my life, so I'm not going to say any more. <laughs> um, I've also been playing uh, another game called Affordable Space Adventures on the Wii U. So nice. when I said the other about a few minutes ago, I haven't been buying much on the Wii U. Um, actually, I didn't buy this. I got given a code by the developer. So, But uh, to, I have to give a shout out actually to Chris from the Same Coin Podcast because it was his review a while back that made me track down this one. So I spoke to the developers and asked them for a, um, a review code for it. And uh, they were kind enough to give me one. And uh, this game is brilliant. It's really good. So do you know anything about it? I do not. Okay. So the basic premise of this game is uh, you basically have acquired a spaceship, a company that you, you basically interact with this company and they give you a spaceship and say, here you go, here's your spaceship, here's your Mark One, whatever it's called, spaceship. Off you go into uh, into this world. Go explore the world. We'll come and pick you up later. And uh, so this spaceship is just, it's you know, you're looking 2D on this world, side on, with a little spaceship. But the, what they've done wonderfully with the mechanic is um, and now you can play this single player, but I knew straight off or some stuff that I'd looked at online that you're supposed to play this. The best way to play this is with other people, couch co-op. So I grabbed my wife and I said, come on, come play this with me. So the way they work it is you can play two or th- um, one, two or three people. If you have two people, one of you plays the, the pilot. And so you're using the Wiimote and the nunchuck and basically just um, flying the plane around up and down and back and forth. And then the other person who has the um, the Wii U gamepad is the engineer. So they have at their disposal um, all the controls for the plane, all, all the controls for the spaceship. So at the, st- at the start, the spaceship's just sitting there, not doing anything. So the engineer would literally have to tap on the screen, start the engine. So it kicks into life. And, and then, uh, you know, there's not enough thrust or you're going very slowly. You might say to the engineer, I need some more thrust. So the engineer can bump up the thrust on the gamepad and suddenly oh, you're going cool. faster but if you go full thrust the thing starts to overheat so you're like you end up getting to a point where you're sort of shouting back at each other you know i need more thrust no turn it down i'm gonna blow up and uh so would you say you need somebody to be the thrust master the thrust master yes that's <laughs> quite true um and so there's lots of other things to control so you're controlling flying at the same time the engineer is using the thumbstick as well to control like a um, a light on the on the unit so it's shining into the darkness or whatever uh, you can control and the farther you go in it starts to open up more mechanics for the 
for the um of what the spaceship can do so at some point um you hit you find some water right and you can't go down into the water but if you go look elsewhere you find a component for the spaceship that increases the mass so now the engineer has the ability to increase the mass of the spaceship so you're sitting on the water and nothing's happening the the engineer increases the mass of the spaceship the spaceship will now sink um later on you'll be picking up uh, an electric engine so now you're not running on on gas anymore and then the, the engineer can change over and do that. Now, as well, there's also roles for a navigator who can play as the third person, but I can't tell you what that navigator does. I haven't found out yet. I'm guessing he navigates in some way. Yeah, something to do with a map, right? <laughs> Go <laughs> so, that way. But uh, what's what's where it really took it to the next level, where I really sort of sat back and went, this is very, very clever, is that the engineer has on the gamepad at all times, or or later on at all times, is readouts, dials, which show the level of electrical energy being outputted by the spacecraft, the level of heat being output by the spacecraft, and the level of... <gasps> what did I say? Electricity, heat, and noise. Okay? Mm -hmm. And so later on, you start to encounter enemies or things that are just sitting around, but you can't get past them. So first of all, you have to scan them, and there's a way you're scanning. The two of you work together to scan these items, which is another thing that's very clever in itself. But once you've scanned an item, you then the engineer on the screen will get an idea of what triggers that bad guy and what you're going to need to do to get past it. So the engineer will see that, it, that the heat from the ship is too much and has to now work out a combination between maybe switching to the electric motor, dropping the thrust, maybe dropping the mass, turning off the searchlight to reduce electrical energy, and get it get the ship's parameters to a state that will allow you to get past that enemy. It's very, very clever. Very clever. And uh and I re and I really admire it for being that clever. And then I also admire it for the fact that I was playing it with my son and then two of us were just shouting at each other about, well, you need to turn this down and don't turn that down. And why are you flying over there and doing this? So I could see that it would be a right hoot. This is just an absolute riot to play with more people. So, Have you ever heard of uh, Space Team for iPhone? Uh, no. So it's, it's, I mean, it's obviously it's not any anything like... Um, like affordable space adventures, but the whole shouting thing reminded me. So space team is a sort of team, team based game where you can, you uh, connect to devices through Bluetooth. So it's like, you know, it could be iPad, iPhone, whatever. Um, and you, you, you start the game with your crew and then everybody has a sort like a control panel on their screen. Um, and then everybody gets a different direction at the same time. Okay. And if one of those knobs isn't yours, you need to shout it out so the person who has that can flick that switch. Okay. And then, um, you know, it might say, like, I'm looking at a screenshot now. So one of them says, like, set shift sanitizer to one. And if you don't have shift sanitizer knob on your screen, you need to shout it out so somebody else can set that. And then you have to be listening for something as well because you probably have a direction as well. Um and then, like, if you're going through an asteroid field that says, quick, everybody shake your phone, you know, and you have to shake. Otherwise, you know, your ship will explode. So it's like that whole teamwork to try to survive uh, flying through space. Right. It's See, pretty fun. Sounds, yeah, I can imagine. I mean, just the fun we seem to be having with this one. I could, I could imagine that. What was that called again? Space Team. 
Space team. I got to look that up. One word. Um, I can't remember how much it is or if it was free with in-app purchases or something like that. I can't remember, but um, definitely worth it, though. I mean, it's pretty cool, you know, just getting everybody on there and shouting at each other. And it's one of those sort of, you know, you're on edge the whole time. And then once it's done, it's kind of like, you know, everyone just starts laughing. Yeah. But it's a good yep, one. Definitely, just yep, me. I could definitely see that would be worth a look. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm impressed with affordable space adventures. I think it's just fantastic. Um, just to have that level of interaction. I love anything where you're working with people. Um, mm-hmm. So that's so it's, it's, it's like really Portal cool. 2, you know, like the, the whole co-op things to progress. Yeah. Those are all yeah, fun. So, yeah, that's really cool. Um, and then uh, I've also been playing Ori and the Blind Forest. Nice. You haven't talked about this yet, right? Because you just you just mm. pick it up recently. Um, yes. Well, actually, I got into the console sharing. So I did some console sharing with Bongo the Seen. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, so we've uh, sw- we're swapping our library on the old X Bones libraries. Um, yeah. So that's great. And so um, I hadn't played Ori and the Blind Forest. I started giving that a go. S crack in that game. That's a cracking game. It's good. Yeah, I have got, yeah, I mean, my list of three, three top games this week. And it, but Ori and the Blind Forest, yeah, I don't know, man. That is something else in terms of a platformer. Um, I sort of pro- went into, I mean, because everyone's t- talked about it a lot. So I don't, do I really need to talk about what it's about? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, it's, you know, you're a little, anyway, I don't even know what it's about. It's just some little white dude who's running around <laughs> trying to platform your way through the game. Um, but it's just so good. I mean, I, just, I started it and I was like, eh, all right, you know, it looks pretty neat and whatever like that. But really, the mechanics and the, the gameplay. Yeah, once the gameplay opens up, because it's kind of like a prologue that you kind of play through in the beginning and you're kind of like, all right, get on with it. Yeah. You know, it's really pretty, so it keeps you in. Like, the graphics are nice. You know, the, the environment's really cool. But then once you start playing, it's like, this. there's something cool about this, something special about this. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, so solid in RPG what it does. elements. Um, yeah, would you say it has? RPG elements? Got the skill trees? Well, yeah, the skill... Yeah, I guess. Yeah, in a way. Elements. Um, yeah, elements. Um, yeah, it's just so good. I mean, I've just... Um, uh, where was I? Just before we came on to record, I was um, doing the run up the Ginso tree. Yes, have to... it's all it's kind of poisoned. Uh, it's poisoned, so I've unlocked the poison of all that, and then the water starts to rise, and you have to run escape pit going up. Yeah, you're actually yeah. almost up to where I I have to jump back in. It's been a while. I think it's uh, all those games we keep buying, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm I'm not too much farther after that. I gotta, yeah, well, I gotta wow. wrap that one up soon. Yeah, see, this is testament. This is this is the level of of game where I'm going to keep playing this until I finished it. It's that mm-hmm. it's that good. So I mean, everybody says they've got it on, you know, their game of the year list. So I'd be surprised if it's not going to be on mine. Um, I mean, the Ginso run I just did, where you're trying to get up the Ginso tree and to get away from that. I mean, I must have done it. I don't know, twenty times, thirty times, forty times. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you, you you get past the part that you're having trouble with, and then you're like, oh shit, where do I go next? You know, you gotta yeah. mem- you have to like memorize those different beats. Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't find it. I didn't find it frustrating not being able to do it. I don't know why. I just think no, that's... Yeah. me either, because it wasn't because you're learning where to go right every time. You're like, okay, I got to do that. It's almost like um, 
I don't know, like learning a song or something like that. You know, like you're it's the next verse you got to figure out. Yeah, you know, because yeah, they, and I think they get away with it because the platforming element is so solid. You know, it's just I'm not even mad. I'm uh, impressed. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's really good. Yeah, it's really good. Um. There's just it's those little things like the save mechanic is brilliant, you know. Just yeah. If if you're clever with your save mechanic, there's no reason you should not plow through this game. I mean, really, then, and you learn to be clever with it after a while because you're choosing where to save. It's not telling you where to save. It's not saying okay, well, there's a save point coming up. I mean, you choose where you want to save, and sometimes you get a bit careless and you don't save for like, and not saving for a couple of minutes can mean a lot. Yeah, it's brutal because you could make, you know, you could have, you know, a pretty challenging, you know, platforming, uh, you know, bit you have to go through and you get to the end, you're like, nice. And then you proceed on, die, and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's all I need, really need to say about that. I mean, it's been talked about. I'm late to the party, but anyway, it's just fantastic. Cool. Um, yeah. If I wasn't recording this, I'd be playing it right now. So there you go. <laughs> well, uh, if we were recording right now, I'd probably be playing, can you guess? Uh, Geometry Wars 3. Nope. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you've... Well, I won't reveal what else is on your list. Destiny U. Yeah, that's correct. Really? Yeah, House of Wolves has dug its claws. Uh, really? That's yeah, good. It's good. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, two reasons why I haven't talked about Destiny a lot before House of Wolves was A, because everyone's sick of <laughs> hearing about it. Um, but also I wasn't playing it that much. I was, you know, I kind of ran cold. I knew House of Wolves was coming up and I was excited for it. But, you know, before that next expansion, you're kind of, my, uh, my character was maxed out and you can only do the weekly so many times. I had, you know, most of the best weapons you could find, you know, so it was just kind of like getting on preparing for House of Wolves and it wasn't much to talk about, but, um, and I'm not going to go on again, but, you know, playing some more this week, you know, another week of it being out, um, they're keeping fresh content in, in a way there's new bounties every week versus just kind of the same recycled bounties that you're usually used to. Right. Um, and they're, you know, it's kind of nice that they're, they're slowly letting content out in a way, you know, they're not letting you just kind of run through and level up all these different, um, cause basically in these different houses, you level up your reputation so you can get more gear. You know, they're not letting you just kind of do like a, a huge session and all of a sudden max out. They're kind of, you know, cause these bounties, you only get five a week, um, for this one uh, character, and when you level up with them, different levels, you can buy different gear, but you need to keep doing those bounties. So it's kind of nice that they're like, you know, they're making you pace yourself in, in some aspects yeah. uh, to keep it fresh. Because otherwise, you know, everyone would have, you know, there, there's some people out there who would probably do like a three day session and then be done with the content. Yeah. You know, which is kind which of you shame. almost expect to be able to do with content. I mean, so it's an interesting way that the content works with this. Yeah, and you still can in some regard for some of it, but at least there's a couple things where it's nice to know that not that you, you can kind of be on the same playing field or not everybody is, you know, run ahead, which is cool. Yeah. Um, but some of the, yeah. they've simplified some leveling and, and some upgrades and everything too. So like when you get weapons now, they're actually already maxed out in damage and you're just unlocking perks where before you would actually have to unlock the perks and then up, then unlock the nodes for to upgrade the damage. So it's kind of nice to know that off the bat you're – your, or, and same thing with your armor, your defense and everything. It's just getting perks, which is nice. So you can throw on that gear and, and now all of a sudden, you know, drop down and level. Um, 
you know, which would happen before you, you know, you could be level 30, you get a new chess piece and then you're level 28 again, having yeah. to upgrade that gear. So it's, it's nice that it's, um, it's, they're killing the grind, you know, which is cool. Yeah. So uh, do you think they've adapted this as the game's been out then and sort of said, you know, this, this is how it's, it'll work better, you know? I think so. And I think they're listening to the community. I mean, it's hard not to hear the community, I think. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, they must be. You know, they're definitely listening, and, and these changes are more than welcome. And it's, I think it's pretty unanimous across the board that nobody's really, everyone's pretty happy with this, um, who's been playing Destiny, which is cool. Um, I ran the Prison of Elders again, which is the sort of horde mode when you have three, uh, th- or you have five rounds um, with three waves of enemies in each round. Um, I did the level 32 version, and it was pretty brutal. It's, it's, it's not easy. You know, it's some of the other, I mean, it, I would say it almost rivaled some raids in a way in terms of difficulty with the boss at the end. You know, there's one guy who, you know, his special for 10 seconds at a time, the ground's on fire. So you actually have to keep jumping in the air, but also right. while you're getting attacked by these other guys. So there's some, some new challenges. Um, and then the payoff is nice at the end cause you get, you know, the big treasure chest and all that stuff, but right. it's good. It's good fun. So, you know, there's, um, there's a lot of, a lot of things to work towards in it. Um, you know, one of the vendors has one new piece of gear every week. And you only have that week to get it, you know. So the last week it was like a pair of gloves. This week it's a, a chess piece, and that's how how um, you can level to the next the next cap. So everyone's trying to gun for that. So it's pretty cool. There's a lot of stuff to work toward, and the, they're kind of pacing it and kind of you know. There's plenty of gameplay, but they make it a little more bite sized versus you know feeling like you have to sit down for hours and hours just to just to be on top. Are you just jumping on randomly, or are you playing with friends? Uh, I have a buddy of mine that we jump on with. Uh, I jump on with um, a couple times a week, um, and there's certain things that you know, because you still have to do. You still have to have a team for some of the things, like the raids, you know, right. and the same thing with the higher rank prison of elders. But for the level 28, there's matchmaking for that. So, um, you know, so like a lot of times, you know, we'll sync up and and find a time, and then that way you only have to find like one other person, or or we might find somebody else who's around, um, just because it's easier than having to go on like Reddit or Destiny LFG to to find someone to join. Right. Um, but yeah, a little bit of both. I mean, it depends on what I'm doing. A lot of times for, for random bounties, I'll just go solo, but for like the, the new events and everything, it's, it's, it's good to have somebody go in with you that, you know, um, but I would say though the community is pretty good. Like I've done raids with five other strangers and it's, it, it's pretty refreshing. Like everyone just kind of gets along and it, it, it's interesting. You know, it's not like jumping on a call of duty and then having some 11 year old, tell you what he's going to do to your mom <laughs> yeah you know like this is actually a pretty it's a pretty healthy community once you're i mean as long as you're not horrible they'll <laughs> the second you're bringing the team down i'm sure somebody will speak up but uh, i know it's almost like if you go to like a convention and like everyone gets along like you know you could you could bump into somebody and they say sorry at a convention you know like everyone's cool because yeah. you're, you're there for the same reason yeah. um yeah so it's, it's good yeah that's good um do you play any multiplayer I haven't done any of the the PvP it, in a little, the in a little while. The, yeah, Crucible. So the PvP, I did a bunch of it like way back. And that was pretty good for a while, but it's 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 interesting because it's like you got to do one or the other. It's kind of hard to balance both sometimes because it's it's such different gameplay, you know. Because it's not just random AI running around, you know. That is like, just stronger. It's it's other people. Um, there's a new one, the Trials of Osiris, which is the three on three that only runs Friday to Sundays. And like that one, there's like a, it's, you know, you kind of have to, it's like the best of, I can't remember what the rounds are, like, you know, best of 
I don't know, five or something like that. But um, that's one that's like a definitely got a higher end experience and you know it, it, it's it's a lot more challenging you have to have a lot more team team-based communication because it's just around three uh, but there's a lot of good gear drops and that i guess that's where a lot of the best loot will come from um, right and that's what a lot of people are excited about i haven't tried it yet though but um but yeah there's a lot of good stuff a lot of new stuff nice and they said they're not done there's more house of Wolves content coming that they haven't mentioned you know they, just, they have some other stuff up their sleeve they say so we'll see um, and then supposedly another big content update in the fall called Codename Comet. So okay. I guess more to be more to be announced on the uh, the Destiny front, but it's good. House of Wolves is good. I probably won't talk about it anymore after this because you know now I've kind of I know my way around the new expansion, and that's uh, it's good. Yeah, that's good. So, um, but you did mention Geometry Wars Three Dimensions, which just came out today on. Um, on iOS for iPad and iPhone. So I picked it up because I haven't had like a good full-featured game on there in a while. I figured I'd try it out. It looks really nice. I mean, I think, you know, it helps with the retina screen and all that stuff. And Geometry Wars is definitely a big eye candy fest, you know, as right. you're, you know, shooting different ships and the explosions and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a it's a good game. It's a, it's out is of Fraser's, Fraser's price bracket. You probably. It's, it's a four ninety nine. Oh, ouch! Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> but saying that, there are a lot of Geometry Wars hardcore fans out there. Yeah. I mean, it Geometry Wars had a lot of fans on the Xbox, right? Yeah, for sure. Geometry yep. Wars 2, maybe not so much, but still a lot of people were pumped for it when it came out. Um, yeah, I don't know what about this one. Like, I haven't, you know, I wasn't like a hardcore Geometry Wars fan, but when I saw this at the app store and I was like, Oh, that looks really good. I kind of want to play that. And I don't know it's nice to have it on a phone. It's, you know, I don't, I don't feel like I'd enjoy it as much if it was with a controller in my hand, you know, it kind of feels nice to you're, you're, you know, using, you can do, um, you can do the joystick with the auto. It has the auto shooting. Right. And then, then you can, with the other finger, you can precision control the shooting or you can just move it around. It's, you know, but it's good. So I didn't go terribly far into it, but it's definitely, definitely very well done. Um, but other than that, um, and adding into our commitment from, from last week, um, Rogue Legacy hit the X-Bone this week and I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> you already have Rogue Legacy as well. Uh, yeah. So I'm yeah, just, yeah, that's the ticket. That's yeah. what we're talking about yeah. is committing to not buying more games and buying games you already <laughs> have. That's just awesome. <laughs> you gotta strap my hands to the gurney. <laughs> put me away um no it's i mean i love rogue legacy though it's, it's a great game and we've talked a lot about it in the past um but this is the first time i played it with a controller because we mentioned that i don't have a controller for my mac and um it's definitely the best way to play it for sure ah uh, yeah yes. for sure um i mean it was fine with keyboard and mouse that's that, you know it's not a big deal i think it was just keyboard i don't think there was mouse it was just keyboard um but yeah controller is definitely the way to go um, and it's nice to just sit back on the couch with that one too. Yeah. Um, I don't get too, we don't have to go too much into it, but it's a rogue like, or they call it a rogue light. <laughs> um, but the whole thing is, you know, you have this whole lineage of people in the family trying to avenge the King's attempted assassination and you're going through an ever changing castle. And if you die, you start at the beginning again with somebody else from the lineage. Um, and, 
any gold you have, you have to spend it before going in because you have to pay the toll to get into the castle. So hopefully you get enough gold to either upgrade some of the stuff you have outside or get some gear. Um, and then the twist is everybody has random perks or lack of perks, um, you know, at different attributes um, yeah. in So you could have somebody who... Um, is ADHD, so they end up running very fast. <laughs> um, you color have some blind. Yep, colorblind, black, uh, seeing in black and white. Um, some are just slow. Um, there's a whole bunch. There's some that have vertigo, <laughs> so it's upside down. Um, you know, so it's it's figuring out you know how to work with those different traits and keep it interesting. But yeah. it's good, and it's for gold users. It's twenty percent off, I think, for uh, Ooh, for launch. Oh, Microsoft, you doth spoil us. I <laughs> know. Big old fat 20% off when it was on Steam for like five bucks one time. <laughs> Which I think is what I picked it up for. I enjoyed it. I mean, I played it for a bit. I didn't play it for... In fact, I think you bought it for me. Um, I think I did. Uh, for a Christmas present or something. So even cheaper for you. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, I, w- I would have bought it at some yeah. point. Well, it was on your wish list. Yep. And uh, I definitely have put in a few hours, a couple of hours yeah. Or at least an hour or so. Yeah, I've been in that castle and done a lot of ro- jumping and running around, that's for sure. And I know I got down through the castle down to the next lower level, which was like, I don't know, a swamp or something or gardens. Mm-hmm. It's brutal. That's different every time. <laughs> Ugh, it's just brutal. <laughs> yeah. It's really odd because I'm playing something like Ori and I think, yeah, man, this is a proper hardcore. It's, it's not easy. It's tough, right? Yep. But then something like Rogue Legacy, I don't know. Yeah, it's brutal. It's it's tough. I mean, it's, you know, with, with Ori, it's like, you know, I, sometimes you think about the polished graphics <laughs> making it seem more high-end and, and challenging, but then Rogue Legacy is it's just unforgiving. Yeah. But so, fun. Super yep. fun. Nice. It's about it that's worth talking about this week for me. Yeah, I've obviously played it. Oh, good. and <laughs> I... Um, I uh, pulled the plug on Clash of Clans. You dig? I did. Yes, you did. Well done. Yep. It's been um, coming. I It's lack of interest over time. And I was just kind of like, it was just a thing to open and interact with every now and then. And I was like, this is a waste of time. <laughs> I was like, it might come back. I think I've deleted it in the past, you know. Right. But I don't know. It just, after there's not that much going into it anymore. You know, they don't add a lot of stuff too much. So... Yeah, I'm a little bit the same. I even made a massive mistake today. I forgot to battle. So it oh, got I, to, I, I opted um, out for the past couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, and I forgot to battle. I mean, I knew it was war day, and I forgot to do my battles. I just had so much going on. And it's, like, I've never done that before. And I think that's just starting to point towards my interest is waning a little bit, which I think is pretty pretty obvious. Yeah, um, well... You relinquished your leadership. <laughs> I've relinquished my leadership. Now I've missed battles. <laughs> my son's departed. My son left the clan last week. What uh, side are you on? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So I think yeah, maybe they just need a little bit of an a little bit of a spark for some reason, just a, or a little break. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, fair enough. I almost deleted it, and then Clan Wars came out, and that was kind of fun. You know, I think that was the the thing that kept it interesting. But now it's just like uh, Clan Wars. It's more of a chore. Yeah, know. and it shouldn't be like that. So, nope. But nothing lasts forever. Nope. So, all right. Except for Destiny. 
Destiny. <laughs> but all right. So some news. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we're probably going to be pretty pretty light on the news, aren't we? Yeah. There's not nothing too too crazy. Well, we can still cue the news music. <laughs> this is a great piece of news. The original news. Dun, 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 dun. I had some news. Bad news. Breaking new ground. I got a few news pieces. Press the left trigger to see the most amazing thing in the world. This just in. Yes. News. News. What is the news? Um, news from Japan. News from Japan. Japan. <laughs> All right. So one one news piece uh, that I'll cover here is um, 2K uh, tweeted a little teaser. Um, that said, luxury for the privileged few is outdated. This is the future of urban living. And the picture shows a little skyline that's, you know, futuristic, maybe dystopian. It says, move in today and start living in the world of tomorrow. And um, a lot of people are trying to figure out what this is towards. A lot of people are thinking it's something uh, in the XCOM area, which Steve would be excited about. Um, but it says, a soon-to-be-announced AAA title from 2K. Um, that will probably get some more information on an e3 um but on the the website it's so it's hashtag advent um so advent is apparently the name or code name of what they're working on and it's adventfuture.org um and in there it basically um shows a dystopic future and it promises some sort of healthy stable living but then the site glitches and there's appears to be hacked um you know so you know something is is falling upon that city and i'm sure the gameplay will be involved in that so people are right. thinking it's an XCOM based thing um i'd like to think that it's an advent calendar game and mm-hmm. every every day you do one mission <laughs> um, you might have some you might be onto something there it could be something different um but yeah so we'll see i don't know um yeah and- the problem is he's like okay so people need to know fish padded out our news list here um did he put this piece of news in I think so. It was in there already. And he's got loads of news pieces in here that I'm really not... Uh, you know what? For my sins, I own every XCOM game. I've picked them up on bundles. I got them free on PlayStation Plus, and I just don't... I'm just not interested in them at all. I have them on Steam and on iOS. <laughs> but, yep. Wasted yeah. on me, that is. No, they're good. I You know, I even played the, um, the third-person XCOM. was declassified. Yeah, I've got that. And I haven't I even didn't, fired it up. It, it's not that bad. And I think it's not that bad because I didn't pay $60 for it. Right. And it got panned when it came out, but it's, it was all right. I mean, for I a few. I it got panned, did it? Yeah, I feel like a lot of people were just like, this is not good. But um, right. I don't know. It was all right. I didn't finish it, but I, I enjoyed playing it. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Listen, we don't finish games on this show, we just buy new ones. No way. I do finish <laughs> games. No, I know. I'm no. telling you, man. Yeah. I finished something recently, and now I can't remember what it was. Good story. You got some news? <laughs> <laughs> uh, n- not really. I mean, Fishy, see, see Fishy has checked in. Resident Evil Zero remaster announced. I don't. Even, I couldn't even tell you what Resident Evil mas- Resident Evil Zero was. I mean, I remember Resident I Evil. So I'm not too sure on that. Uh, what else has he got? 2014 Nostalgia Ultra Street Fighter 4 PS4 is broke as Fook. Um, Launch issues. All right. Need for Speed reboot announced for fall. Great. And um, 
Mortal Kombat for 360 and PS3 has been pushed again and may be canceled. I mean, at this point, I the nail think... in the coffin. Yeah. Move on. I don't know. You know what's interesting is my son's been talking a lot about Mortal Kombat, so that's doing the rounds on the school playgrounds. Yep. Um, that's that's a that's a big uh, dad hurdle right there. <laughs> it is a dad hurdle, um, but at the same time, not thinking of it from a dad point of view, but from a business point of view. If I if if I hear a lot of murmurings on the I find it interesting to hear what all the kids are talking about. So mm. Minecraft is out, right? Which is really interesting. Not a lot of kids are talking about Minecraft right now. Um, so um, it might just die. I don't know what's going to happen, but I don't wonder if Microsoft's going to make its money back. That's going to be interesting to see or how they do it. Yeah, they're probably going to do. I mean, they're going to have to do another game. They have to release a Minecraft two. Mm-hmm. So, or a Minecraft two. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but I really wonder, you know, a part of me really wonders, are they going to um, get bitten by it? Oh. You know, is it possible? So, Meanwhile, Notch in his mansion. Yeah, he's fine. So sold Just at the right time. Palms together. Yes. Um, so we'll see. Um, but, you know, with a lot of people talking about all the kids talking about it, I mean, you'd think that maybe releasing it on the 360, somehow releasing it on the 360 or the PS3, even if it was just crap. Yeah. You know, you still want to get it out there. Um, so we'll see. Uh, also talking about crap for North America, June, the games with gold includes Massive Chalice, which Fish sent us a text today, said it's all right. It should um, be pretty good. It's a double fine game. Yeah. That's all right. Tim Schafer. Yeah, and Pool Nation. Is it Tim Schafer, though? Yep. I don't well, think he's, got, he's not got a hand in it, though. Has no, he? well, he's on. He's he's head of that studio, so he's probably got something in there. Oh, okay. Um, so we'll, uh, I'll check that out. And Pool Nation FX is still there, which is just a piss take. So in case you missed it last month, it's still there. And the month before. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's fun. Well, yeah, Massive Chalice. Uh, of course, we're going to check it out because it's free. <laughs> so, we'll see. Yep. All right. Is that the news? That is the news. All right. I hope people can handle that amount of news. It's going to so be over news. quick. For, it's going to be a quickie. Here we go. Yeah. Actually, I think we've probably hit the hour mark, so that's not bad I think going. so, yeah. Not too bad. All right. Let's do some charts. Get charts. the hell out of here. Bwah. All right, which one would you like? Um, I think you should take Japan. I can do Japan. Nice. That's fine. Okay. Uh, UK chart says normal. Here we go. And, that, you know, probably indicative of, of uh, most of the North American uh, or the Western Hemisphere, uh, except for the FIFA that's in there. Um, at number 10, uh, John's favorite, Destiny U. Yeah, that's at- probably also because they, I don't know if it's on... PS4 with this, but it was like half off on Xbox for about a week before House of Wolves. Oh. So that was probably a good uh, good boost. Yeah, that certainly would give it a boost. Um, at number nine, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Uh, at number eight, Mortal Kombat X. At number seven, Battlefield Hardline. At number six, everyone here's favorite, Wolfenstein the Old Blood. Wolfenstein. At the number five, blood. the Old Blood. At number five, <laughs> Project Cars. When you and your mates. At number four, 
people, which is going to be interesting next year. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that was a piece of news, actually, wasn't it? So they yeah. say they're going to be putting the women's FIFA, women's soccer teams in there. Because so. their headquarters were raided. Well, there's all that news, too, which is <laughs> tremendous news. Um, but, so it's going to uh, be like um, FIFA meets pay, uh, payday? <laughs> could be. It could be FIFA without the UEFA teams, the way Platini's talking about it as well. UEFA's talking... I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Uh, at number three, GTAV. At number two, uh, Farming what? Simulator 15. <laughs> What's the catch? <laughs> I don't know what the catch is there. That's, um, I think this needs investigating. Yeah, there's got to be something different in there. Yeah. Uh, and then probably Storming. I wish we had numbers for this, but I no doubt this one is frolicking in loads of cash right now. Uh, it's at number one, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Nice. Charts. Well, I'm looking at this Farming Simulator 15 to see if there's anything of note. Uh, some nice lighting on this tractor going through the cornfield. Great. Combine harvester. Uh, I don't know. It, I don't see anything. It lo literally looks like it's just a farming simulator. This isn't like goat simulator here. I guess it could be pretty in-depth because it's a bunch of different heavy machinery and, you you know, you're, you're cutting trees down with them and stripping branches and I don't know. I guess there is a lot of farmlands in America, so... I don't know. Something needs... We need to find out here because I've just done a quick search here for Metro, uh, metro.co.uk, Farming Simulator, uh, 15 PS4 review, and there's two-word review, bailout. Yeah, that, uh, actually, I'm on the same exact <laughs> one. <laughs> And they've given it a stonking two out, two out of ten. Of 10. So, so uh, they say, in short, a terrible game and still a terrible attempt at simulating owning a farm, with unbearably boring and bug-ridden gameplay. There's a lot of unintentional humor to be had, particularly from the physics engine. So there's that. But shallow man. gameplay and superficial simulation of farm life. Right. All right. All right. Where, so whereas it's funny because if you put that description on goat simulator that's what makes it great <laughs> yes yeah. so that's so fun that's not very good is it all right so i'm wondering why it's number two well who knows what is going on yep is it that bad was this the charts from nebraska <laughs> i don't know <laughs> not with fifa on there so no oh well all right japan charts do it coming in at number 10 for the wii u is mario kart 8 dude Coming at number 9 for the PS Vita is New Tokyo Legacy Operation Babel. Coming at number 8 for the PS Vita is Two Heart Two Dungeon Travelers. Coming at number 7 for the PS Vita is Sinai Kanojo no Sadokintana. <laughs> Blessing Flowers. No, I think you need to do that one again. Let me try that again. It's Sinai Kanojo no Sodotekata. Blessing Flowers. Uh, coming at number six for the PS Vita is Minecraft Do PlayStation Vita Edition. Coming up at number five for the 3DS is Style Savvy 3 Kira Kira Code. Coming at number four for the 3DS, Bravely Second and Layer. Coming at number three for the Wii U is Xenoblade Chronicles X. Coming at number two for the Wii U is Dragon Quest X. Inishi no Ryu no Densahu Online. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think we've seen that before. I think so. Um, something made me go high voice, and I think it's because Steve goes high voice on that one. <laughs> and coming in at number one for the 3DS, Puzzle and Dragons, a Super Mario Bros. edition. Ooh. Nice. Juggernaut. Um, I was doing some reading on Japanese mobile gaming this week. Mm-hmm. And apparently back in 2013, there were Puzzle and Dragons and there was another game, and I can't remember the name of the other game, accounted for over 50% of all um, revenue for mobile gaming in Japan. Hmm. Two games. Wow. It is a really, really um, hardcore market over there. If you want to make money with mobile games, so that's pretty yeah. I remember Puzzle and Dragons being a big deal on that end. They have there's a lot of variations of that too, right? Yeah, including Super Mario. Yeah, well, I think that's it. It's such a massive game that's that's why Super Mario has got their name against well, it. They just so. took two juggernauts and put them together, and then just count those dollar signs. Yeah, or yen logos, yen symbols. Yep. Many, many of them. All of them. Cool. Well, that is the charts. We will forego quiz this week because uh, I'd be asking and Fraser would be winning. That would be about <laughs> by it. By default. <laughs> um, so, do we have any community? Um, you know what? I can run through a quick bit of social community here and just give some shout-outs to uh, what looks like people who've been mentioning us in Twitter and all that sort of stuff. I will say uh, Reese, uh, Epic Scotsman, sent us a uh, voicemail, um, but I'll do him the favor of... And you two can call us. It's 1-800. <laughs> you can. I'm going to do Reese the favor of postponing his... Um, questions till next week when we can give him a fair crack of the whip from everyone yeah get everybody to uh, participate yep yeah. so if you don't mind i'll just i'll just hold off on that one till next week um socially uh we'll uh, wait we'll wait for his answer to see if he minds yeah i'll find out from him um <laughs> we've got here people who've been mentioning us and saying hello and all that sort of stuff chris from the same coin Marcanics. Uh, who else have we got here? Dwayne, um, the Overseas Connection, our friends over there, OC Podcast, Gary Lever, Kim Woods, Lousy at Gaming, Pilch Reed, uh, Steve Pendlebury, I've heard of him before, Stu Lecky, uh, John Lavely's in there as well, retweeting our tweets. That's um, what I Game do. Out Loudcast uh, did uh, some retweets for us. And, uh, oh, 40 from the same coin. Thanks, guys. Richard Natras, friend of the show. And then that's probably about it. Good deal. I can see there. If I missed anyone, I apologize. Um, You can see that we haven't got our shit together tonight at all. (laughs) Because that's how we do it. That's how we roll. Thank you, everyone, for that. It's always nice to have a little little mention and a little love on Twitter, knowing that uh, people like what we do. Um, cool. Well, I guess that's a show. Uh, pretty much, yeah. At least we just banged one out, as they say. Yep. Well, you know, I was going to say it's nice they get two in one week, but really it's one late one and one slightly Shit late one. one. <laughs> <laughs> they're, I guess they're both late. Uh, one more than the other. But anyway, you can get us on uh, Twitter at GamePunchersPod. I am at John Lavalley, J O N L A V A L L E E. I am at Fraser Moo, F-R-A-S-E-R-M-O-O. You can get Steve at Chambango, and you can get Fish at The Jesus Fish. Uh, We have a website, 
It's gamepunchers.com. Check us out there. Send us an email. It's gamepunchers.pod at gmail.com. Uh, and not this week, but most weeks you can get us on twitch.tv slash gamepunchers.pod on Wednesdays around 9.30. Keep an eye on the Twitters as we update accordingly. Join us in the chat room like a few of you guys do. Like Yat May, Dwayne, Stulak. You got a good crew in there. Yep. And uh, I think that's it. Oh, subscribe to us if you have not. And give us a rating. You can go to iTunes, search Game Punchers, click a nice little subscribe button there, or search us on any of your third-party mobile podcast apps. We'll be there. Sounds exciting. Yep. Or you can get us on Stitcher. We're on everything. Nobody cares Uh, about Stitcher. Nope. So we're probably going to not talk about it again. (laughs) We'll just we'll just lump it in with all the other third party things. Just search Game Punchers. But uh, if you would be so kind to leave us a rating or a review, uh, it will always help. And tell Sounds your friends. awesome. All right. Good deal. All right. I'm going to go clear up the bloodbath in my fish tank. I've just been watching the, <laughs> f- the fearful murder of fish while I've been doing the podcast. <laughs> the dollar signs just disappearing as this angelfish is having four dollar meals. Oh, jeez. It's an angelfish that, that's wreaking terror? It's the terror of my angelfish, yes. I thought those were gentle. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I thought maybe you put too many beta fish in one thing. No, he's... Uh, no, I don't have any of those. So, yeah, my angelfish. Just he doesn't like new fish. That's funny. So, all the fish that are in there that he knows and grew up with, he's fine. New that's fish, funny. he doesn't like it. So, there you go. He's like, you're not from around here. No. He has to be careful. It's it's a race actually to see who's the most bloodthirsty, whether it's him or the axolotl. So that's funny. All how right, many, how many more fish will Fraser's fish kill? Find out. The next axolotl. Week on I can Game tell you right now if you want. Have a guess. Here we go. I'll give you a guess. How many fish did my axolotl eat last week? Two. Nope. That is the wrong answer. I thought we weren't doing a quiz. <laughs> Push it up close to fifteen. Jesus Christ! It's a fucking barbarian. Those things are cool, though. It is cool. It's like a salamander that doesn't want to grow up. Nope, he doesn't. He's great, but he's very, um, yeah. Amphibian punchers. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's get out of here. All right, till next time. You got cool head.